At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. It is VEASAN primetime here on VEASAN, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman over there, Sean King, former Tulane great. I am Tim Murray, and it is our pleasure to be joined by, I would say, one of the more innovative minds uh, in football, Kevin Kelly. Uh, was it Pulaski Academy? Pulaski? Pulaski, Pulaski yes, Academy. Uh, you might have seen some stories. What ESPN, HBO, who else? Who else yeah, did stories? Yeah, when, when you do something different in football, <laughs> it just went nuts. We had a television. And you win though, so it's not uh, like and, you're, and yeah. you win. Yeah, and we had a television show that followed us around for three years and been on everything from Fox Business News to <laughs> Robert De Niro's Tribeca Film Festival Awards. I mean, you're crazy stuff. Crazy. I just, I'm glad that you were confident and secure enough to think outside the box. You well, when I, mean? I got there, well, they'd never won, and I, and, I, and I thought, all right, I'm the head coach. They hired me, and I went and sat down. I'm like, wait, how am I going to be much different than everybody else? So I had to go well, and, and so for those people who do not know, uh, you really brought this innovative style of, what, no kicking, no punting, go for it on fourth down, onsides kicks, right? How, how did you ultimately come up with that, with that idea? Well, I'm kind of a numbers guy. People identify themselves with certain things. I majored in accounting my first couple of years of college before I went into biology and education, and and uh, I was looking over, and it was 2003, right before Moneyball came out as a book. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at numbers, and uh, then that came out, and I'm a big fan, so of course I read it, and I thought, okay, I'm going to try this. I mean, he's doing this in Oakland and for the baseball. This could work in football. So I came with my own numbers and realized that I didn't think field position back then was as important as everybody said. So how can you get turnovers? Well, onside kick, you know, how can you uh, keep the ball more? Well, add you know, 33% to your downs that you use to get 10 yards and see what happens. And and so I did it. Luckily, it worked well at first, or I'd have probably been without a job because my AD said, you're not going to have a job if this doesn't work out. I said, okay, <laughs> you know, but he did at least say, hey, go at it. So it was a lot of fun. It's been, and then from that, football has taken me speaking engagements all over the world, literally, and getting to be on here with you guys, getting to go visit at MIT at their Sloan Sports Analytic. I spoke there twice. So I've got to do the coolest stuff ever because of football now, another bucket list, marking it off. <laughs> hey, man, that's really cool. Congratulations on all your success. I was kind of part of something similar in 98 or 97 when Rich Rodriguez came from a small school in West Virginia, Glenville State. And at the time, everybody was I-formation, fullback, tight end, run the ball, gap scheme, you know, stretch. And he came in and spread us out. 
four wide receivers, running back in the backfield, not the Baylor splits, not to that extreme, but where we made teams uh, horizontally have to play defense. And it worked really good for us, but he was ahead of his time with that. And so I always tip my hat to guys that are willing, you know, to be independent thinkers because there's a lot of different ways to win football games. You know, it just takes buy-in and developing the culture around what you believe in. Hey, we can make it work. Well, what what the goal is, is to be able to win all the time, not just when you have better players, Mm -hmm. right? Or ultimately... Alabama or Clemson are always going to win, right? Or maybe Ohio State, you know. Right. That, you know, so so I t- I tip my hat to guys that have to find a way to win with lesser guys too, like Cincinnati last year, make it to the playoffs. Yeah. that's a huge deal to be able to get to that level, that consistency. Boise State over the years with what they were able to do, you know, it's just pretty cool. Who are some of the coaches now that you really respect? By the way. Uh, Sean is uh, lowering the thermostat there. We uh, we got a, got a little popped up. Hey, so. sometimes we have guests come in and they don't realize that that thermostat is behind them. And man, she had it up to 80. Got the heat. Oh, she hit it. Yeah, she hit it. My beautiful bride over there. Turning up the heat on you guys. Um, well, you, you're in the South. I want to get to the SEC here momentarily, but I'm just curious with your innovative style. Uh, that you know, once again, uh, for those who are not familiar, went 26, 216, 29 and one. Uh, how many state titles did you win? Uh, we won nine in my 18 years. <laughs> nine and yeah. 18, so a 50% clip, not too shabby. Um, who are some of the coaches that you really like, that, those aggressive type of coaches that that look at – I mean, the game is changing quite a bit where you see some of these more – these younger minds, the Sean McVays, et cetera, that are really embracing the analytical side uh, of football. Uh, you know, first and foremost is always Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. And people, people don't understand how he's just different than everybody else. What he does on defense and what he's able to do – on offense and things like that. You know, he's a different guy. He coaches a different way. The, the culture's different and all that. And, and I think he's the greatest coach that's ever coached anything. You know, maybe him, Phil Jackson, maybe, sure. you know. Uh, but then you look and, and it, you know, I always loved when I, was, when I was growing up and getting into coaching, Steve Spurrier was my guy. I, I just old thought coach, he was yeah. ahead. Yeah, the old ball coach. He was ahead in the passing game, I thought, and what he was doing with quarterbacks. I mean, he took quarterbacks – with not great arms, mm-hmm. you know, and, and made them great quarterbacks, put them in a good system, and and taught them how to play the game, taught them how to quarterback. Of course, then you go into Bill Walsh, you know, and you go into John Gruden, mm-hmm. guys like that at the NFL level that are really good. And then, you know, you look at what Kingsbury's done, and I think he's done some really good things in college. And then and then uh, Lincoln Riley, uh, you know, what he's been able to do, he's a very innovative coach in the world of the run game as well as the pass game. And uh, Lincoln, what a weird story. 2006, Mike Leach called me, and I went down and visited with him when he's at Texas Tech. Lincoln Raleigh picked me up. <laughs> he was the GA, you nice. know, and he's in there, and, and, and you know, that was – Was that fun. Mike Leach? That was Mike Leach, okay. yeah. And uh, I got there, and we were supposed to Mike, – Mike told me meet at 10. Mm-hmm. I get there at 10, if you know Mike. Yeah, he's just waking up. Le- yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lincoln yeah, picked me yeah, up. Yeah, you know, Lincoln meets up. me, and he's like, <laughs> now, what time are y'all meeting? I said, 10. He's like, Mike's not going to be here till noon. <laughs> he's never here yeah, before he's just noon. Up I'm like, 10. I don't know. I'm just doing what I was told, you know. I was – Pretty cool. But then you look and, you you know, 16 years later, Lincoln Riley's living the high life and, yeah. you know, earned it, really. He's well, did a great job. He was the East Carolina offensive coordinator, and Bob Stoops said, that's my guy. Yeah. You know, he went out and he got him. And, and it's now, so amazing. But Bob had had some success with Mike Leach, yep. and Lincoln was under yeah. Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. So he kind of wanted that offense. He wanted to be able to win two ways. Give credit to Stoops. He wanted to be able to win the game on defense. Or on offense, if the defense wasn't getting it done. I like that two ways to win kind of thinking. It's interesting because Spurrier is all about timing and spacing. That's why his quarterbacks don't have to be big arm talent guys. They throw the ball in rhythm, on time. He creates space by alignment, movement. Bill Walsh substituted the run game with the short passing game. That's what the whole West Coast, West Coast system yeah. is about, you know, continually moving the chains. Then you got these kind of – I, I want to say Mike and, and Lincoln are kind of a, a off shoot of the run and shoot in a lot of ways where they beat you with volume, volume and pace. Like, they started the up-tempo, you know, we're going to run 95 plays a game if they can't stop all of them. So it's, it's just funny how people took something, the game of football, and put their unique spin on it and were all successful. And I think that's the ones that are successful is, you know, you can't cookie-cutter somebody else's and bring it to yours. And people try to do that all the time. But if you've got an innovative mind, pretty sharp, and you can add your own twist to it, Put your own character in there, and the, I think your team buys in better too because they see you in what you're trying to do, 
And those are the ones I think that just are ultra successful. Now, do you have some favorites now? College, NFL, is there a specific team in each level that you kind of root for? Your, your heartstrings tug you when, know, when they have a game coming up? I didn't when I was coaching in high school because the kids, I, I, we averaged about a, a kid and a half a year that would go play, you know, Power Five or, or big time D1 ball. And uh, so I didn't want to right. because coaches get standoffish. If they know you're like, for instance, in Arkansas, there's no pro teams, everybody's crazy Razorback fans. I had to try not to be because they won't recruit your kid. They're like, coach is a Razorback fan. He's going to send him up there. So I really was. Now I'm I'm pulling for the Razorbacks because I'm in the state. The whole state's happier when they're – you know, when they're winning. Big game this weekend. Got a couple kids. Big game. I got got trouble. I've got a radio show I do on Wednesdays, and I pick Cincinnati. I think I'm getting hate mail now. I like it. Kind of thing. Well, you just – I just – Call it like I see it. Well, let's get. I want to get to that game because you, you know you like you say you do a radio show down in Arkansas. You're keeping a close eye on the SEC. Uh, I do want to get to a game here in the state here just a little bit. Uh, by the way, West Virginia and Pitt underway the backyard brawl. Uh, West Virginia, any uh, any intrigue in this one? I, just, I I think West Virginia gives them a game. All right. I mean they lose Pickett. So I'm Sean. sure they want to step up, but I think they give them a game. Yeah, this is one of my better plays. Uh, I was in agreement with you. Uh, I think Narduzzi's done a good job at Pitt, but to lose a first-round quarterback and what's arguably the best wide receiver through transfer and Addison, that's a lot of firepower to lose to replace in one year. How about the fact – think about about a quarterback room a couple years ago where uh, Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels are in there like, hey, guys, you're going to play against each other in the backyard brawl in 2022. uh, That's just the way – that's the nature of the game right now. But uh, Arkansas Cincinnati coach, as we're talking to Kevin Kelly – I don't want to shortchange you. Nine state titles. Tough to do. Tough 20, to win 216 one. and 29 and one. Is that right? Thank That's God what we... I never got to 30. Yeah. That was going to kill me. <laughs> uh, and uh, really revolutionary in, in the aggressiveness. So you look at Cincinnati and Arkansas. You mentioned Art Bryles. His son, Kendall Bryles, is the OC there for Arkansas. Arkansas intrigues me, but I, I did not play this game uh, You know, either way. Because Cincinnati, they lose so much talent. But, man, I really think Luke Fickle, guys, I don't know if I want to say top five, maybe top ten. He is a tremendous coach. So I think he's going to have them back and ready to go. But they did lose a whole lot of talent last year. Would they lose seven NFL draft choices or something Top five like that? pick in Sauce Gardner. <laughs> uh, Kobe Bryant is gone. Desmond Ritter, obviously, is gone. Jerome Ford is gone. They lost a lot of pieces. But I think they will be good. Well, they've got their offensive line back. And that, to me, as an offensive coach, as a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know you know how important that is. I mean, the most important, maybe, on the team, besides the quarterback itself. They got them back, and they got their D-line back. And I think that's a great place to start. And he's a great coach, too. I believe he's a really one of the top coaches in the country. And uh, they've got two quarterbacks that battled out. He won't name one, which I wouldn't either. Why give them anything? And, uh, and I think he's going to make it work either way, because they don't rely, even last year with Desmond Ritter, they don't rely tremendously on the quarterback. They've got a good run game, a solid O line. They were like fifty something in the country in yards per game, you know. So they're not just out there lighting it up. They just play good, solid football. This so a, this is a fascinating game for me, coach, because Arkansas is dependent on so many transfers to come in and play prominent roles in their starting unit. So we're going to see if this transfer portal works. Well, they lost Arkansas lost Traylon Burks, and yep. I don't know if y'all got a chance to see him play. Mm-hmm. Good he play. is unbelievable. I coached against him in high school. He's a freak show of freak show, you know, <laughs> as they go. But teams, Arkansas is going to have to learn, and Kendall Brawls is going to be the one under the microscope a little bit for the people that look at it like this. You know, everywhere Traylon Burks went, they had to put a guy on. If he was in the slot, they put a linebacker over him, and they moved the safety directly over him. He was out, if he was outside, they moved the safety further outside. They had one less guy to worry about all Coach. over the rest of the field. We're going to take a quick break. More with Kevin Kelly next right here on Prime Primetime. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Joined in studio with the Kevin great, Kelly, the great, great head coach. Yes, nine Arkansas state titles. They should do a 30 for 30. How high school football in Arkansas changed the game forever. Cause like they had coach Kelly, they had coach Malzahn. Like there's some guys that have really like come up through. I need coach Malzahn to the uh, high school ranks in that state. And, you know, Arkansas really is not known as a hotbed, you know, of, of right. talent, you know, at the high school level. So, I mean, just, I just, I love, Guys that think outside the box. I, I love that. It, it really inspires me. I got me. some inspiration yeah. from Malzahn, too. When mm-hmm. I first got into coaching, I was watching him, and he was doing things, and he's, oh, he's way different. He was throwing the ball all over the place in, in high school for a long time, and then he morphed into the into the power run game, kind of, you know, yeah. spread power run. But but he, he was he was he was a, he's a legend there. He you is. Know, he's a member what of was the quarterback's name there that, that went to Arkansas? He was like number one player in the country. Mitch oh, Mustang? Mitch, Mitch Mustang. Mustang. That was it. Good call, Yeah, I man. coached against him. Yeah, Mitch Mustang. Him and uh, Damian Williams that went and played for the pro for, I think he was with uh, was the Dolphins, Tennessee? the yeah. Titans. Yeah. Titans, yeah, he was with the Titans. Yeah, USC. Mitch, Mitch Mustang. I so we got to get his opinion. Uh, Arkansas, Cincinnati, number six is six and a half. He's taking the points. I already took them. Okay, Cincinnati plus the six I, I, and a half. I think it's a three point. I think I think it's a field goal game, mm-hmm. and and I almost think both teams want it to be a field goal game because you got one side that hadn't started any that don't know you know hadn't started their quarterback yet, don't know who that's going to be, and you got the other side who has brand new receivers and lost one of the best receivers in college football that defenses had to you know work to stop. So I think they're both going to fill each other out with those secondaries being gone on Cincinnati, you know, and Arkansas's D line is not there, so. I think both things are going to start off running it, feeling it out, and see what happens. Arkansas won games last year, and people don't think you can still do this in today's football, and I push back. They were the most physical defense that I'd seen. Like, they hit you. Like, they beat you up. Like, the amount of contact that they created where the ball carrier went in the opposite direction was significant, and they lost a lot of that. They lost a lot of that physicality experience. I do love Sam Pittman. I think he's building something special. I love Kendall Browns. I think, I think Barry he's Odom one of those special right. game day play callers. But I do think this is a coin toss game. So, you know, if Cincinnati's young quarterback can handle the crowd, because that environment's going to be electric, there'll yeah. be a lot of people there. If he doesn't get flustered, then I think Cincinnati's going to be in this game all the way through. I think so, but I don't think they're going to ask him to do a lot. But, you know, you, you, great point that I hadn't thought of until you mentioned that. They were so physical last year, and people go, what does an offensive line coach as a head coach, which mm-hmm. Pat Pittman was a great old line coach, what do they bring? 
Well, do they bring good offensive line play? No, they bring physicality yeah. to the team because that's what offensive lines are, and that's what he brought to Arkansas, and that was their staple last mm-hmm. year that helped really turn them around. It did. Talking to Coach Kevin Kelly, joining us here in studio on VSIN Primetime. Uh, you look at some of the bigger games of the week, one including an SEC team and a massive spread. Georgia taking on Oregon. What an interesting dynamic, right? Dan Lanning leaves to go be the head coach at Oregon. I was uh, Something that intrigued me, Coach, was that no one followed him. Not one coach on Georgia staff. I'm not saying anything. It's just kind of odd. Usually a linebacker coach will go to be his DC or something like that. So that was interesting. But 15 players off of Georgia's roster drafted in the NFL. They do have seven starters back on offense. Sean thinks some regression is coming for Georgia. I, I don't know. I, I just kind of – Kirby's been recruiting at such an elite level, so I, I'm kind of just waiting and seeing. It's a big number. Uh, what are you expecting from Georgia against Oregon? 17-point spread at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome. As of what, Sean, on, on VSIN, I, I think a lot like Sean does. Mm-hmm. I've already figured that out. I think there's a regression for those guys too. I, I think – you know, they lost their D.C. You know, it was weird he went to Oregon because he had great players. So um, he coached them well. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But he didn't do anything that a lot of guys wouldn't have done probably with those guys. So, you know, he really wasn't proven and stuff like that. That, that was a weird move for me and that nobody went with him. That was, that was kind of weird, too. I think Georgia, though, they lost all those guys. They've got a really good defensive line coming back, coming back that might be better than anybody had last year. But still. It's not the same experience. It's not the same guys. Now, where they're hurting is linebacker. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to hurt them. I think Oregon goes in there, and I think they can score enough points to keep it within the spread. I, I don't think you can go into Georgia and win, but I think they can go in. I think the whole team is going to look at – because if I'm if I'm them and I'm on the team, I look at Lanning as a little bit of a – you know, I know he wants to be a head coach, but I'm like, I want to get that guy. He left us. Mm-hmm. You know, he packed it up and saw a brighter future over there, or greener pastures. Let's show him he's – it's not there. You know, Coach, I was uh, 2018 Rivals Conference Recruiter of the Year. And I don't say that to toot my horn. I say that. These high school kids come into college. They are the best player on their team. They are generally the best player in their area. When they sit on the sideline, whether it be through red shirt or being second or third string, and watch the veterans on the field go out and win at a high level, they still don't know how difficult that is, how much attention to detail it takes, how much commitment it takes to doing things the right way every day. And so there's always some regression outside of Alabama. Alabama's probably the only place where I've seen they can put 10, 11 guys in the NFL, he can change four or five guys on his staff, and they don't regress at all. And I like Stetson Bennett. I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think he's a transcendent talent. And because I think the SEC, because of this transfer portal and the NIL, has gotten a lot better a lot quicker, I think Georgia may drop two, maybe three games just because of the inexperience. And when you get in the fourth quarter in games, what happens, Tim? Now, hey, it's 50-50. When, it, when it's second half of that quarter and it's a, a three-point game, everything matters. You know, false start, holding. Defensive pass interference, like everything. I just, I, I think there's regression this year. I think they get back next year. And they lost their DC yeah. on top of all those guys. But you know, last year was. I hate to say it, you can't do be the like this. Probably the second best defense in the history of college football. Pretty two hundred seventy yards a game and ten points. Yeah, they were phenomenal. I mean, you can't do that again. It's just almost impossible to do that again. And uh, I, I think they lose two or three games, too. I'm yeah, with you. I'm with you. Trevon Walker, Lewis Seen, Jordan Davis. And these Devante are elite White, players. Quay Walker. And these aren't just like. Channing Tyndall, N'Kobe Dean. This, all is, this isn't like a whole bunch of N'Kobe Deans. N'Kobe Dean's a great player, but he's not going to run fast in the 40. He's not going to jump high in the vert. The rest of those guys are, I'm talking about, they're running four, four, sub 4-4. Four, four, they're jumping 40-inch verts. Like, these are not only great football players. These are tremendous athletes. But let's get to the rest of the games because right now, Coach is looking real smart because he agrees. <laughs> with me all the way so far. Uh, Notre Dame taking on Ohio State. Another big spread coach uh, looking at 17. We had former Notre Dame quarterback Malik Zaire on the show. Uh, feels that the Irish are getting disrespected. He's fired up. He's fired up about Marcus Freeman coming in uh, as a new uh, voice there for the Irish. Look, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Uh, this Ohio State team scares me to death. I think they're elite offensively. Jim Knowles comes in defensively. Uh, I think that number's Fair. I, I do. I don't think it's disrespectful. Bookmakers don't care about disrespect. <laughs> right. they, they put out the number they think is correct, and they follow where the money's going, and that's where the money has pushed them. How do you break down this game on Saturday night? I look at it like <clears throat> a, a new coach coming in. The team is going to be jacked up, fired mm-hmm. up, but that goes away pretty quick. The X's and O's take over, and 
the stadium and the moment and all those things factor in. Then, then how well did you plan? How well did you prepare? I do have a feeling that that Freeman has, has probably overcoached a little bit, crossed his T's a little too much. But I do think that's a lot of dang points. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Notre Dame has a good football team coming back. Uh, they're obviously preseason ranked really high for a reason. They're very talented, too. Ohio State is scary, but Ohio State, to me, always has a way of letting me down. Because I was thinking about, you know, you know you've got those teams. Yeah. If you bet on them, they never cover. If you bet against them, they do cover. You know, I, I, call, I, I put them in the yellow tape quick. Yeah, I, 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 did, the old, I did the old George Cassanza opposite. You know, I, I thought, okay, they're probably going to roll over this thing by probably 31 points. You know, something like that. I'm going opposite. I, th- I think they go in. I think, you know, Coach Freeman being from there, that's another thing. He's going he's gonna to pay a little more attention. I think he's putting all his eggs in this basket. Because if they do, mater. what if they go win? Mm-hmm. What does that do for him the rest of the season? Oh. Confidence, swagger, the belief in his system early on. I mean, it's a game changer for everybody. If they pulled off this upset, it would be the biggest win for Notre Dame. And I mean, I know they beat Clemson. Trevor Lawrence didn't play that game. Uh, they yeah. were at home. Yeah. This is on the road at Ohio State as a 17-point underdog. You know, we mentioned the stat earlier on the show as an underdog, uh, as double-digit. I think they're 0-10 straight up their last games against 10 uh, top 10 teams on the road. This game's going to come down to one thing, third and four to six. When Ohio State's in those situations, can Stroud find ways to pick up first downs? And when Notre Dame has the ball, because time of possession is going to be very important, can they have a package for May to tight end that allows them to get an extra two, three sets of downs during the course of the game? That's what it's going to revolve around. Because they can get it to the fourth quarter, they can win it. But Ohio State has the talent to run away from you. We're talking with Kevin Kelly, man won nine state championships coach. in Arkansas, a revolutionary coach. Uh, one more segment. Hang out for yeah, one man. more segment. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love All to. Right. One more segment. We got to talk about Bama and Texas. Bay laying some big old numbers, the outlook of those two teams. And also, coach, he got to coach a guy that will be playing in a game in the state of Nevada. And we'll get a little insight on uh, the uh, Nevada. Wolfpack on the other side. So stick around. It is VEASAN Primetime. This is VEASAN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VEASAN, the sports betting network. It's football season and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early. And for a discount of $175, you will receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. College football week one is underway. Sean King, legendary Kevin Kelly, coach of Pulaski Academy down in Arkansas, 9 State championships joining us here in studio. Hashtag never kick. How many how many how many punts do you think in how many years were you there? Eighteen years? Eighteen years. How many punts would you say? The first year we did like fourteen, so that was a lot. Yeah. But in the last sixteen years we punted eight times. So you did a whole season. Is, is there, there, there a, is, is oh, there a we had like six seasons that we didn't punt. Is there a yardage like threshold on fourth down? No, well, there should be. But once I realized you have to still, if you're going to punt, you've still got to spend like 15, 20 minutes a day on it. Mm-hmm. The time you get out of it made me just go, you know what? Unless the situation warrants it. Like we were in a state championship game on the 50 one time, and there was a minute left, and it was like fourth and seven. If we don't make it, they get the ball on the 50, right. and we're, we're only up two. They get to go right. field. Okay, right. gotcha. We punt it down inside their 20, and nobody ever puts anybody back because we never punt. Right, gotcha. And it rolls down, runs time <laughs> off, and they got to go a long way. So, you know, like, those what times. Is this? We did not scout. Yeah. We have a punter out there. Uh, we do have games going on, so let's we get do. you updated real quickly. Uh, Pitt and West Virginia, the steam was not really on either side. It was on the under, and so far it is scoreless, and teams uh, struggle a little bit. West Virginia's been moving the ball, Sean. Yeah, it, it's kind of concerning for me because they've pretty much dominated the, the play so far. You had 0-0. Zero, zero. You know, when you're an underdog and you have chances to capitalize and put points on the board, and you got to put points on the board. Yeah, so right yeah. now scoreless. Uh, Central Michigan and Oklahoma State. 
seven to seven. Uh, I did not give it out, so it's not an official play, but I did take a little bit on Central plus twenty-one and a half. It's seven-seven there, so we'll see if uh, the boys from uh, Mount Pleasant. Oh my goodness gracious! Don't be muffin punts for me. <laughs> uh, and then Tennessee. Sean laid the thirty-five going with Rocky on, Top. Going for it on a uh, fourth down. I think they got a free play, and uh, they lead ten to yeah, nothing. It looks right like. Now. Uh, Ball State was offsides, I hope. Uh, and then real quickly, just a couple games coming up. We mentioned uh, Ben Brown was uh, on with us earlier. He liked Louisiana Tech, Missouri under 62 and a half. Uh, that game going to kick off top of the hour. And both Sean and I rolling with uh, the Boilermakers plus the three and a half. Real quickly, Coach, uh, your thoughts on Penn State and Purdue. Man, a big Boilermaker fan. And I like their quarterback. I think he does a good job. Um, they were nine and four last year. And uh, and they got a good they got a, real, a transfer receiver that's going to really help in the return game too. He was like the big Charlie 10, Jones, yeah, the Big Ten transfer. I mean, kick returner of the year last year. He's going to make a big a big impact on those guys. But the quarterback Aiden Connell for for Purdue last year was seventy one percent completion percentage, almost four thousand yards, very good with the football. And uh, I think they're going to upset those guys tonight. And Penn State's going to be in a Tough situation starting the year. You don't want to start with a loss when you think you've got a chance to contend. I love the quarterback and I love the head coach. You know, people forget two years ago, Jeff Brown was one of the hottest names in coaching. You know, every big job that came up, you know, he was the front runner for. He decided to stay in Purdue and and try and build something special. So I love him at home, crazy environment, really good elite quarterback. I like them to pull the upset. I'm going to take the points because they're offering it to me. But I do think Purdue has a really good chance to win this game outright. Well, hopefully we're going to be uh, beating on some big old drums tonight there at uh, ross Aid Stadium. So uh, let's boil her up uh, with that one. All right, a couple more minutes, Coach, with you. So I want to get to some games and teams that you know well. Now, look, I'm not fully expecting uh, uh, Nick Saban to roll out the entire playbook uh, against Utah <laughs> State uh, this weekend uh, with Texas on deck. Uh, but you got Alabama, Utah State, but more so just looking at Alabama this year. I mean, I seeing Nick Saban laugh makes me terrified for the rest <laughs> of college football. He's, I think it terrified everybody. He's having fun. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, if he's having fun, he knows his team is just unstoppable. Well, he's got his quarterback back, and the, the kid was won the Heisman. No be- better than everybody thought he would. Right. I mean, you know, everybody thought he was going to be good, but not that good. Right. He was so good, and, and, and I think that's going to help Alabama. I think – Nick Saban relaxing just a little. I went and watched him practice a year and a half ago, Auburn week. You know, they have closed practice. He let me in. I went and hung out and, and uh, watched him. And, I mean, everybody's scared to take a step wrong, you know. And and uh, it, and I like that because I'm a little bit like that with the discipline part of it. Mm-hmm. But if he lets go just a little bit mm-hmm. and let those guys have a little bit of fun, I think he's going to enjoy it more. They're going to want to play even harder for him. And, man, that's going to be really scary. Here's when college football was in trouble, when Nick figured out how to evaluate quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they've always been elite. But yeah. you think about the stretch, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, now Bryce Young. Once he figured that out and what he was looking for, I mean, <laughs> it's be a long time for Alabama. It's threatened as far as consistency because what they've done over the last 12 to 15 years is amazing. And now they're going into the portal and they're winning that game, getting Jameer Gibbs. They got uh, the Louisville speedster. Uh, Harrell, they got uh, Eli Ricks, so it, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something to see. And if Alabama doesn't win the title this year, it'll uh, it'll be a bit surprising. I do think Ohio State offensively has a, has, has ability to challenge them. A couple more games, Coach. I'm curious to get your opinion on um, North Carolina at Appalachian State. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm on the boys from Boone. I, I, I took them on the money line, uh, even money earlier in this week. I'm trying to see the best money line that's still available. Yeah, you could still find it around town at even money. Um, North Carolina, I don't know if they could stop anybody. FAMU was going up and down on the field on them. Uh, that all being said, Sean, you came away liking May, the quarterback. Yeah. I thought he was pretty talented. He's talented. So I just, this is such a great opportunity for Appalachian State. They're in North Carolina. The big boys coming to town. You know how geeked up that environment's going to be. Veteran quarterback, veteran offensive line, both running backs back. I, I think the boys from Boone can get it done uh, on Saturday. Give credit, give a little bit of credit to North Carolina for playing them. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's I, one of those you got nothing to win. Almost. I believe this was scheduled before Mac Brown was head coach. Uh, yeah, from yeah, what I pro- heard, probably so. But just for whoever was there, the AD. I mean that's pretty yeah. cool. But but uh, App State, like I mean they're so good, they're so solid. I've watched them for years in the you know since they moved into the Sun Belt and played Arkansas State. They're so solid. They do a great job. I know some great coaches that have rolled through their own staffs and everybody that comes out. Tim Horton's a good friend of mine that was at Auburn. And, Vandy, and now he's at Air Force, and he rolled through there and said, man, 
you just want to do well for that town, for that fan base. And they've got a little system that 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 the guys go in there and believe in. They buy into, and they think they can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. And you know, look at what they did. I think I, I saw a, just yesterday a clip popped up on Twitter of them beating Michigan the kick. You yeah, know, so that was 15 years ago today. Today, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It's was 15 yeah. years ago today, and I think this is a great time for that to be celebrated and beat another big. Big time team, but the defense does scare me for North Carolina. The fact that they were, I mean, you know, and that put me over the edge. I thought, ah, I'm going to watch. Mm-hmm. No, nah, now nah, you got to I'm it. convinced the ACC just doesn't want anybody in the college football playoff. Well, they like, Clemson's been there like, pretty like, regularly. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, they have all these highly rated teams. North Carolina's going to Boone. NC State's going to Greenville to play ECU. Yep. Va Tech is at Old Dominion. Like, what is the conference doing? <laughs> Are you trying they don't to make lose? the schedules? Talk to, talk to their <laughs> I know it's the ADs, but I mean, they meet as a conference. Like somebody stand up and, and bring some 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 common sense into the room. Like, geez, if I was Mac Brown, we would have bought this game out. When I got the job, the first thing I'd have said I went to AD. We're not going to boom. Like, I, I, I think yeah, you're figure right. it out. Figure I it think out. you're right. Like, what do we gain from going down there except losing? Yeah, and, and you go there and you play, and that doesn't do you any good. I mean, you've still got to go undefeated to get in the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, they just have to go undefeated. Yeah, we're talking once again to Kevin Kelly. Coach, uh, final couple minutes. You're going to be headed up uh, north here in the state. Go up to Reno. Nice. Uh, check out Nevada and Texas State. This was a game I talked about last week when uh, we were on the nightcap, and I said, look, Nevada's going to be bad, and the market's going to readjust after they play their opener against New Mexico State. They ended up covering, but if you look inside the box score, Coach, 78 yards passing against a team in New Mexico State that 130th, Best pass defense, five turnovers to zero. Texas State, you get the tape on Nevada. That's always a nice advantage. And you know the quarterback, transfer quarterback Lane Hatcher. And I also look at Jake Spavadol. He's got a little heat on him down there at Texas State. Entering year four, slowly has gotten better. Two wins, three wins, four wins. I think this is an important game for the Bobcats. And I just think Nevada is is in some rough shape. As a, as a school, right? Or as a program right now. I'm biased because I coach Lane Hatcher, but the kid is the best winner of anything. If we go out and play dominoes, I'm picking him on my team. He's going to find a way. Won four state championships as a wrestler. Three state championships in football as, as our starting quarterback. Two of, the high, two of the top 100 best seasons in the history of high school football. His senior year threw for 5,700 yards <laughs> and 70 touchdowns and had like 11 interceptions. And in the state championship game, uh, ran for two, and he's not even a runner, ran for two fourth downs, and one of them was a 20-yard touchdown, and we were down by 13 in the fourth quarter with six minutes left, and he rallied us to that one. The kid is just a proven winner. They're going to, I'm like you, I, I was hoping the line wouldn't change before I got here. Thing went down, and now it's at Pickham. You got a, you got five points better than I got. But I just got through, and I'm biased, but I just got through betting the team total over four and a half. <laughs> Them to win this game and them to win the conference. They're 50 to 1 to win the championship game. That is Kevin Kelly. Coach Kevin Kelly. Great Follow stuff, him Coach. on Thanks Twitter. Coming, great man. stuff, great insight. It is VEASAN Prime Time. Thank y'all for it. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards Points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. It is VEASAN primetime here on VEASAN, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Thanks to Kevin Kelly. What are we feeling? Are we we high-fiving? Palming? I like Coach Kelly. I like him. Yeah. Smart man. What do you think about Georgia? We'll see. Thinks they're going to regress. Likes the underdogs. Thinks Oregon, Dan Lanning. Keep that game a little closer than people think. I'm not so sure on that. I'm just telling you. Tennessee just went for it on fourth down. Hopefully they got it. It looks like we got a good spot here. Uh, if you don't know, I had three plays that I love today. One of them was Tennessee minus 35. They're up 17-0, about 30 seconds left in the first quarter right now. I started to take the first half. I think the number uh, was 24. 24. But I looked at it too, Sean, and I was about to lay it. I don't know why I didn't. I looked at it like this. Remember, Joe Milton was a starting quarterback last year. And uh, he feels they got like he a, They yeah. got off to a horrible start. Right, but he feels Bowling like he Green. has something to prove. So if I get to the backup quarterback late third quarter, early fourth, it is a guy that Michigan thought highly enough to, to bring in mm-hmm. out of high school. Tennessee thought highly enough to take as a transfer from Michigan, who's played, so... Yeah, seventeen nothing in that one. Sean is uh, is with the Vols at minus thirty five, so laid the thirty five there. That's the end of the first quarter. Seventeen nothing, Tennessee, and they have the ball. Uh, the backyard brawl going on as we speak. Early second quarter, Pittsburgh leading three to nothing in that one. Uh, the movement in that game, Sean, was on the under. Your live under is forty and a half, and that game closed at fifty one and a half. So uh, actually. He had late steam on the under, too, getting as low as 49.5 in some spots. Uh, so that seems to be the sharp side on the under and early so far, 3 nothing in that one. Sean has taken the points with the uh, the road team in that one. He took the 7.5 with West Virginia. Yeah, I did. I'm feeling good about it. I wish uh, West Virginia would capitalize on some of these drives. I, I have time of possession in front of me, but I'm sure they've dominated so far the time of possession, but they have not been able to, to – convert once they've got in the 40, 45-yard line of Pittsburgh by, by putting points on the board. So hopefully that'll change here. Right now, uh, looking at time of possession, uh, Pitt actually has uh, nine minutes compared to three, uh, 621 for West Virginia. See, that's what happens when you're doing a show trying to watch the game. Every time I look at the TV, West Virginia has the ball. 
Well, uh, I said I took, uh, I wasn't an official play uh, on the show. My only official play today was Purdue plus three and a half. But last minute, I decided to take some points with uh, the Chippewas of Central Michigan. They had tied it up at seven. Spencer Sanders showing some athleticism into the end zone. Uh, last play of the first quarter. So Oklahoma State, with an extra point pending, will have a nine-point lead. Got a safety, uh, did the Oklahoma State uh pokes there so 16 to 7 in that one uh UCF by the way also playing South Carolina State 21 to nothing they lead over South Carolina State we do have an upset alert I don't know how many zips fans we have out there but if you root for or bet with the Akron zips who were 18 point favorites depending on where you got that number at they are down at the half to St. Francis of Pennsylvania the old red flashes 13 to 10 Woo. The uh, Joe Moorhead era, not off to a Jeez. riveting start there uh, in Akron. Riv- Akron laying 18. That is something. <laughs> that is. If you're a Florida International fan, went into the game 10, 11 point favorites. They are down 9 0 to the University of Bryant. Bryant Bulldogs won us some money in college basketball. Yeah, I was going to say, well known. Looks like West Virginia just got on the board with a touchdown. JT Daniels looking like a great pickup for this West Virginia team. He's Correct. the former Georgia quarterback who lost out to Stetson Bennett, decided to transfer to West Virginia. He's had a really good first half, just threw a touchdown to Bryce Ford Wheaton. So it's a 6-3 game. West Virginia pending extra point. And uh, we, uh, of course, Graham Harrell as the uh, offensive coordinator there. JT Daniels, once upon a time, prior to Georgia, was at USC. So uh, backyard brawl, we got a touchdown there. Uh, Extra point pending as the dog has uh, taken a slight lead in that one, 6-3 to three with an extra point pending, 12.45 to go. All right, uh, sneaking a little pro football here, a little NFL, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, our top five NFL teams. I'll be honest, I had a hard time with this exercise. If you gave me top 10, I think I would be good. But to, to narrow it down to top five, I'll, I'll just rattle them off. I'll be honest, don't feel super confident about them because uh, I'm kind of all over the place. But uh, number five for me, the Philadelphia Eagles. I've been high on them for a while. I think the talent is there. Uh, and a lot of questions at quarterback. I think this Eagles team, potentially, Sean, could win the NFC. So I threw them up at uh, at number five, the Philadelphia Eagles. Number four, another team, question mark at quarterback, but a ton of talent, the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm rolling with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, as my number four team. There's a couple teams you'll see omitted. No bucks. Uh, just a lot of questions there. Uh, number three, the reigning champs, the L.A. Rams. Nice. Uh, I do think, even though I think the odds are better to play the 49ers to win the division, I think as of right now entering this season, it's hard to say that the champs, with the talent that they have, with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Sean McVay on the sidelines, that they are not one of the best talent, most talented teams in the league. Number two, I think they're getting a little lack of love. I know Tyreek Hill is gone. They still have a elite generational type of quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. So I will take the Kansas City Chiefs as the second best team entering this year. And then number one, no surprise, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I have them as the best team in the NFL from top to bottom. I think Fair criticism of them, Sean, is how will Josh Allen play without Brian Dable as his offensive coordinator? Ken Dorsey takes over now as the OC there in Buffalo. Uh, But I do think they are the rightful favorites to be the Super Bowl champs, and I have them entering this year as the top NFL team. I think your list is what makes the NFL great this year. Is I listed my top five, and we only have two teams that are the same. Uh, So we'll start at number five. I like the Broncos. I think they're the fifth best team. I think the fact that they just extended Russell Wilson on a five-year deal shows the impact having that kind of presence inside the organization creates. So I believe association breeds assimilation. Whatever you hang around, you take on those characteristics and attributes. They have a Super Bowl-winning quarterback now in Denver. Everybody else takes on his attributes. I like Denver. Dark horse to come out of the AFC. I have Rams number four on my list, just as you do. I think they're getting overlooked. I think Matthew Stafford's poised to have another big year. Love the addition of Allen Robinson. That defense is going to be elite. At number three, and this is the only team that kind of gave me pause because I don't 
totally trust Brandon Staley, the head coach, but you can't deny what the Chargers did defensively in the offseason, offseason, and Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. They extended Mike Williams, the number one receiver, so he's comfortable. Austin Eckler, a great three-down player at running back, and, of course, Justin Herbert, one of the top three quarterbacks, I think. Well, I'll go top five. I don't want to eliminate Brady you know, from that list. I'll go one of the top five quarterbacks in football. Number two for me, and these last two teams are the teams I have playing in this year's Ooh. Super Bowl. I have the New Orleans Saints as the second best team in football. I have wagers on them to win the division, to win the conference, and to win the Super Bowl already. I love the quartet of weapons around Jameis Winston. Michael Thomas is finally healthy. Alvin Kamara, they added Jarvis Landry, uh, drafted um, – Chris Olave from Ohio State, they're ready to be outstanding. I don't like the news today about the safety. Hopefully that turns out to be something that does not create a lot of missed time for the high-end free agent they brought over in uh, to the Saints defense. And my number one team, just like Tim, is the Buffalo Bills. I just think when you look at rosters, they have the most complete roster in football. However, I've seen Buffalo have these expectations and not live up to them. So they are trepid number one for me. I don't think there's a lot of separation on my list between one and five. But right now, as we go into next week's Thursday night game between the Bills and Rams, those are the top five teams in the National Football League to me. I think it's going to be a tremendous season because I don't think there's a consensus on who the best team in the AFC or who the best team in the NFC is. So that makes for exciting, entertaining football. I can't wait to get it started. And neither one of us had the reigning AFC champs on our list, the Cincinnati Bengals. Might be an omission by me. I just I, I felt more it. strongly about other teams than I did the Bengals. Thought about the Bengals, thought about the Ravens. I had a hard time with the top five. Top ten I felt like was easy. Top five? Narrowing it down, Saints, number two. Yeah, man, let's I like go Jameis. Look, if and Jameis I trust. If the Saints are number two, that's good for our pockets. It is VEASAN primetime. Derek Stevens in studio next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.